Shit. It is loud as fuck up here. It's windy. You got the karaoke going on. You got dogs barking. You got chickens in the back. It is loud as fuck. How y'all doing? Welcome to the Nosebleed Podcast. This is Andrew, your host. And I just wanted to get right into it. So, there's this thing on the internet called Second Opinions. And uh, Second Opinions is a group of doctors that decided that they're going to go out and um, give their anecdotal evidence about the coronavirus. So, as you can imagine, the internet exploded because people hated it. People hated it so much. It's... It's it's like it's like they went against the religion of COVID nineteen, and I shared it with a bunch of people as as I do. There's a there's a clip that I found and I sent it, I sent it to doctors, sent it to medical technologists, sent it to researchers, and just sent it to friends, and uh, the reaction was varied. Some people thought it was interesting. Some people just flat out dismissed it because they're like, "Uh, oh, nope, not Fauci. Can't be right, not Fauci. Can't be right, not Fauci. So, and uh, some other doctors got actively upset. Called me irresponsible for, for, even, for even sharing it. And I, I, I quote, I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you. This is highly irresponsible. And as far as your understanding of COVID, you need to do a lot more reading. That kind of bullshit-ass, condescending, fuck-off bitch thing to say is basically what it's what we're getting. And it's, it's, it's right in tune and it's right in line with the times. If there is a second opinion... Naturally, you are unintelligent. There is an intelligent thing that we want to feel. We want to feel smarter than everybody else. So we latch on to these thinly sliced notions. And then, of course, we parrot them. And then we feel superior over it. I mean, this video, let's, let's go back to this Second Opinions video. It is controversial. It's controversial because it's talking about the psych the psychological effects of the lockdown. It's talking about masks, it's talking about treatment, it's talking about all of these things. And these doctors while these doctors while presenting this information were not wearing masks. Which I don't know the situation. I don't know the situation whether everybody in the room was tested. I don't know if the situation was they all have antibodies. I don't have a situ- I don't know. I don't know if it's like a purely political thing, but it is also a choice to wear said masks. And when we talk about a group of medical doctors, <coughs> excuse me, who are not wearing a mask, who are we to posture on the behalf of another group of doctors that says, you know, maybe you should? These second opinions are real. It wasn't that long ago where prior to Joseph Lister, if you asked a surgeon to wash their hands, 
They would look you up and down as if you were the goddamn devil. Who the fuck are you to tell me to wash my hands? I'm a gentleman. I'm an Englishman. You, I'm from the College of Surgeons, you grimy fuck. Who the fuck do you think you are telling me to wash my hands? That's what it feels like right now. That's what it feels like right now. And and the 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 proofs of well, I stick to science is all well and good, but I want you to think about this. Do eggs cause heart attacks or not? Ah, it's kind of it's you would look at me if I were to ask you that and you would say, "Andrew, it's a lot more complicated than that. There has been a link to cholesterol." and heart disease, whether or not it jumps at a heart attack, we can't really know. Okay. If you don't wear a mask, are you going to get COVID? Well, it's a little more complicated than that. It depends on where you are, who you are with, but wearing this mask is a sign of solidarity and it's a it's a it's a look of like, "Hey, I care about you." Okay, do we need to wear them outside? Well, technically, studies have shown that virus doesn't really do well in the sun outside solid studies uv studies which once again i personally blame i I blame donald trump and uh some people have said look why isn't he allowed to talk about it why isn't he allowed to talk about this there he's he's the fucking president okay He's a president, and he can say pretty much whatever he wants as a sovereign individual, citizen, and also president of the United States. And when he was talking about UV, he was quoting scientists. I I remember it's in a podcast before, but Cedar sinai was working on viruses and UV. That got silenced because of the political horde. And I guess this is all just agreeable sacrifices to the god of understanding relative to what we think is correct and right with what we know all right yeah maybe but some of the things that were in that second opinions video from the frontline doctors of america some of it was pretty good when it the pediatrician from santa monica uh he came on and he was talking about the psychological effects of children being on lockdown he was talking about developmental stages he's talking about parents who are now working from home who are now frustrated and are more likely to abuse these children and there's somebody on a bike what does he want balut selling balut anyway the likelihood of these child abuse cases from from people who from adults who are under pressure they got to make money. They got to keep the roof over their head. Everybody's online. They're fired. Everyone's been furloughed. And now you want me to teach you fucking applied mathematics? You, you sure. And then you start hitting the kid. That's real. We're going to think that's not real. We're going to think that's not real because COVID is the be all end all disease that's going to kill everyone. And I know, okay, it sounds, it sounds like it lacks empathy. But it's just another side of the coin. That's my beef. I have no issue with the current, now politicized, now considerably left-leaning notion of having the distance, having the masks, supporting a lockdown. I don't have a problem with that because I don't have control over that. But in the same vein, why is one not allowed 
to see what's underneath another stone. Why aren't we allowed to listen to anecdotes from other medical doctors who, hey, look, this is a summit, not a board review. If they're going to push out information, cool. It can be, it can be judged on its merits on said board review. But it's a summit. It's people talking. What, what's, what, what is it about us and our political medical stances that makes us so fragile that we cannot look at a second opinion? Why? And you're going to say, oh, because of death. Really? It's, de- death has been happening since life has happened. And people are going to die of a whole bunch of things. Like in the previous podcast I mentioned, Jabetis. People are going to die like a motherfucker from Jabetis, especially in America. Everyone has ventilators. No one has dialysis machines. Good luck. <laughs> it, it, so, but what, but what is it about... What is it that chipped... What is it about a second opinion that chipped away at our stoicism? And now we're like, we can't... We can't have this. We cannot have this at all. It's for some reason or another, medical doctors who disagree with the current medical narrative of of isolation, masks, and lockdown, uh, they're being treated like what's his fucking name? The God, what's his name? With the uh, that black dude who was talking about how. All meat and animal products cause cause mucus, and then mucus in the body is is death. That dude. Every they're they're turning medical doctors into pseudoscientists for looking at another side of the data. And what is at the forefront? What is the number one? What is the number one topic of contention? And that that's hydroxychloroquine. I've spent a lot of time talking about hydroxychloroquine. And as of now, the tests say that there isn't, there isn't much proof that it does anything. They can't conclusively say that. And the reason why I don't personally believe in that conspiracy is you don't think that drug companies are going to ramp up the price of hydroxychloroquine the second they find out it's useful. It's pumped out by drug companies, too. These are all drugs. When we talk about, oh, remdesivir, oh, remdesivir is just, it's just, it's just the pharmaceutical companies, man. They're trying to make money, man. Well, wh- where do you think all the other shit comes from? Unless you're going to rub two bamboo sticks together and get a fucking genie to cure your COVID, where do you think your drugs are coming from? Fucking drug companies, smart one. So, <laughs> so, I think that when you, if you look at it as a business, any of these any of these horses whichever comes out on top sure which is why i tend to believe that hydroxychloroquine may not be effective for everyone has it been effective for some people absolutely it is effective on my cousin she was pregnant she was 6 months pregnant saved her goddamn life would it be would it be good for other individuals with other comorbidities like heart disease and diabetes and this is in the American context. When we talk about when we talk about heart disease and insulin resistance 
we always have to look at it in the American context, where it is the most extreme forms on a day-to-day basis. If you're from the Philippines and you're listening to this, your idea of fat is skewed. Or actually, your idea of fat is probably closer to the truth. You see somebody walking down the street and they're a bit chubby and you say, oh, you got fat. Well, yeah, our personal Philippine idea of fat is probably between 20 to 20 to 40 percent body fat. And then there are the older people who are more. You go to America, people are so goddamn fat that they have to be on an electric cart at Walmart to buy more fucking Pop-Tarts to get fatter. That's that's normal. Nobody bats an eye with that. When I was in when I was in Houston, they had just as many they had just as many of those carts as they did like shopping carts. They had a whole section full of electric scooters so that people who are 600, 700 pounds, that's more than I can deadlift as of now. In the future, I might be able to get those numbers. But it, that uh, people are that fat. So maybe hydroxychloroquine won't work when somebody is having a cytokine storm and somebody is it's, their levels are off the charts and they don't know how to suppress things because there's so much inflammation in their body already from being so fat. And hey, if if you don't believe me, being fat is bad for you. Go to a biochemistry book, look up something called icosanoids. There's a direct link. They're not good. Morbid obesity makes it worse. So, in the American context, maybe hydroxychloroquine wouldn't be that great because a lot of hydroxychloroquine studies are based here in the Philippines or in India or in China, or places where malaria is endemic, Africa, and you don't see nearly, nearly any of, nearly as, <laughs> nearly any of the obesity in these countries that you do in the U.S. The real then, and that brings up another point. What's the real fucking root of all this shit that makes something like hydroxychloroquine ineffective? Is it the heart arrhythmias? Well, the American Heart Association already published a study saying that, <laughs> saying that the heart arrhythmias are negligible. Okay, I'm going to trust the American Heart Association on this one. The Lancet said it was significant. Yeah, they retracted that. But it's, it's obesity. Obesity is, makes everything so much more complicated. And we're at home. I'm at home. I'm going fucking crazy. At night, the anxiety rises. And I'm like, I need to put something in my fucking mouth. I need to get these beers in. I need to hit this joint. I need to eat this burger. Something to help shut the brain off. Just shut it. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. Like, just the need to not think is so heavy that I'll do fucking anything. See? And I'm not alone on that. And my case is not nearly as severe as some other people. And you know what's happening to me? I'm getting fucking fat. I'm getting fat. I was at 20. Now I'm probably like 25% body fat now. Probably close to 30. I weigh 225 pounds. That's 6 pounds more than pre-COVID. But then again, I was at the gym on a routine. 
So. <laughs> that. What can we do to make the population healthier? I think we ignore health in favor of the fixes. And when it comes to something like COVID, especially in the United States, there is enough space for people to move in a socially distant manner. If you've never been there, this is an area where if you have a if you have a a store, the parking lot is three times the size of the store. The parking lot is fucking huge. There is so much space in America for people to move. Even in a place like Los Angeles, there's so much space for people to be socially distant. They're going to they're going to be all right. You can you might be able to loosen up some restrictions and allow businesses to work. Oh, that's another thing. Saying the word business somehow is associated with killing your grandma. I, I don't want to starve. My, I want my small business to do okay. Well, I guess you want to kill everybody's grandma. Well, thanks. I guess, I, <laughs> I guess in this world, the only opinion you're supposed to have is the proper opinion that's rooted in a certain number of people's science. And if not, then you're akin to a murderer. It's like saying Donald Trump has a fucking death ledger of a hundred plus thousand. What does my cousin call it? The butcher bill. Fucking give me a fucking break. That's stupid. That's so stupid. That's in that's a pseudo intellectual individual convincing themselves they're smart and applying their negative energy towards something they cannot affect. Stupid. Monkey shit. So going back to the second Going back to the second opinion, there are things that I disliked about it. Particularly, there was a there was a doctor. She's a uh, she's an African uh, trained doctor who really really went hard on the hydroxychloroquine thing. And as a medical professional, as much as as much as there are doubts and as much as there are things that you can like say and disagree with, her in particular, she had no numbers, no data nothing to support any of those claims she went full fucking kanye she went she went like she did the equivalent of uh george bush doesn't care about black people she started crying and shit that's not what we need now if she showed up and she was like hi in my practice this is what i have been doing these are the numbers of people this is the effect this is this is the study design and this is what I'm going to present to you guys see if this can be recreated elsewhere if she did that nobody would have a problem nobody would have a problem at all it it's 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 the delivery of the statement and what infuriates me is that this video is being scrubbed from the internet why are you doing that let me other professionals come to a conclusion that this is bullshit or not don't don't censor it don't censor it oh, there's an entire 
world of people that I personally interact with that thinks that everything that you think is is being controlled by mass media and that if you are not on their side if you don't have their opinions of freedom and you don't have their opinions of how America should be and the world should be then you're a fucking sheep sorry to tell you truth hurts you're a sheep and those individuals are now like foaming at the mouth oh they deleted it it has to be true they deleted it it has to be real they don't want us to know that's the most seductive thing on the internet today and for anybody that's familiar with Ryan Holiday you know this you let somebody think they're getting secret information they bust the nut they're now important they now have the capability they now have the information they're just as they're they're just they're just as equally ranked in a subject as maybe an expert by virtue of getting the secret knowledge everybody wants security clearance not everybody can handle it and a lot of these people talking about the quote truth of coronavirus they they can't handle it now i know a lot of these rants that i talk about makes it makes it hard to kind of place me on a map of what i think about this virus and that's on purpose i don't need you fucking listeners to know where i land on this map because it changes and it shifts and science and medicine doesn't take these kinds of stands on things that we don't truly understand once again are eggs good for you or bad for you same fucking shit so the best thing that we can do is be prepared but i think that when when information comes out don't censor it then you embolden radicals the average everyday person doesn't know anything about medical science but has the ego of somebody who has their phd or their md that's what you're dealing with and you see that in politicians here in cebu you see that you see that with certain people of power but on the flip side there are people with the phd's and the md that take it way too fucking far and ignore the human aspect of treatment this is still a medically sanctioned lockdown and people are driven to poverty to the point where they can't feed themselves they can't feed their families you know how, do you know okay do you know how cheap it is to kill someone right now in cebu you know how low the price got to getting somebody offed yep that's where we are right now now it's coming out that the philippines is the number one spot for pedophilia you don't think that price dropped too we're going to leave a legacy we're going to leave a legacy of murderers and pedophiles and and rape children we keep this lockdown going but you know people's grandmas i i get it i get it i get it but you can't you can't look at one action and ignore the reactions
That's that's all I'm saying. And if there's a second opinion, the second opinion can be proven right or wrong based on its merits. And don't censor it, goddammit. Don't you dare censor it. Let us see it. So Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, they think we're children. They think we're children. So <laughs> there's other information they do that with too. The um, what's that? There's an individual who's taking care of the funds for Black Lives Matter. She's a terrorist. I think I briefly touched on this um, on the last podcast, but her name is Susan Rosenberg. And when you go on Instagram or you go on YouTube and um, you you look for Susan Rosenberg, Black Lives Matter, what pops up is, hey, this is false information. And you, I, I went down that, that rabbit hole. I'm like, okay, tell me why this is false information saying that Susan Rosenberg was, was a terrorist. And they said the definition of terrorist is like totally loose and she's actually not a terrorist in that sense. She's just a domestic terrorist. Oh, really? Oh, so you got... You got a key player of the weatherman charging the money. Dope. Dope. That's pure communism and Marxism. Dope. Dope. But somehow YouTube flags it as misinformation because she's a domestic terrorist and not a regular terrorist? Come on. So, YouTube, Facebook, fuck off. You guys suck. And that includes Instagram, too. When it comes to this information, there is a bias. And I hate saying that. I hate saying that there's a bias because that's what the KKK and the alt-right and the actual fucking wackadoos have been saying for decades now. Don't it was even it was even parodied in Chappelle's show, episode 1, Clayton Bigsby. Don't let the liberal media tell you how to think. And now we're seeing that they do do that. Ah, oh, damn it. I thought I was on the right side. Uh, I thought me being an Obama voter and me recycling and me thinking that the earth shouldn't burn into an oil barrel, I thought that made me a good guy. Fuck. Apparently, apparently, it made me a sap. And you know what I credit? You know what I credit being able to see these things and, and, and try? I try to be as objective as possible is living here in the Philippines. Because you see certain things that happen in America, and then you filter it through the lens of living here in the Philippines. Like, like I, I, I'm in a relationship, and my girlfriend doesn't give two shits about these politics. She doesn't care about any of these subjects. You bring it up. She's a medical student. She, you, you bring it up, and she's like, what the fuck does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with me understanding pathophysiology? What does that have to do with me understanding microbiology? And I'll just be like, uh nothing and she's like then i don't care i gotta focus on pharmacology and i that's that's probably where i should be she got much better grades than i do goddamn <laughs> she's gonna be a much better doctor yeah i take that back she's gonna be a much more uh meddled doctor than me but you see things like what happened in the u.s and and you're you're definitely seeing it through a different lens if you're here in the philippines like portland for example we're we're gonna we're gonna sit here and 
watch CNN and MSNBC as they throw as they throw Molotov cocktails and break windows, and we're gonna look at that and say these motherfucking Gestapo type fascist Trump people are loading these peaceful protesters that just happen to be fucking burning shit and breaking windows and throwing Molotov cocktails and distributing firearms. These, you know, these peaceful, peaceful protesters, they just happen to be throwing them in a van and taking them off to nowhere. Here here in the Philippines, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, 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 burn, you burn my shit, someone's going to take you away. That's that easy. Someone's going to put you in jail. Why? Because you burned my shit. It comes to that point in the logic gap where it's like, well, but even if you tried to like, even if you tried to blow up the government building, even if you tried to like burn the courthouse down, it's like Black Lives Matter, you know? Black lives do matter. You're totally allowed to burn down the courthouse. That, uh, uh. <laughs> There's a lot of uh in there. So to draw a conclusion, man... I say everyone should think for themselves. I really do. And uh, I, I now know that when it comes to this uh, debate on a second opinion regarding regarding uh, COVID, uh, those are the ones that you're not allowed to have. Right now, there are areas in the Philippines that have been under something called GCQ, and they're thinking about possibly opening up gyms and uh everyone's mad everyone's mad that the gyms are opening and they say we're never going to get out of this covid mess if you open the gyms meanwhile cookies and beer are totally fine that has nothing to do with inflammation insulin resistance has nothing to do with the potential of a <laughs> with the potential for um, an inflammatory episode. Of course, that has nothing to do with it. The fucking gyms do. Anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. Y'all have a wonderful day. If you like this rant, thank you. If you're listening to this, thank you. If your nose isn't bleeding by now, I didn't do my goddamn job. Have a wonderful day. Bye.